Hello and uh, welcome to the Random Thoughts for the Students as part of the student podcast. But I'm very much enjoying the series and doing some reporting. Least of all because, most of all? Least mm. of all? Most of all. You're asking the wrong person. Um, um, my point is, it's a good thing <laughs> because I get to spend some time with Luku and Sophie. Woo! <clears throat> um, so uh, they're joining us for this one here. And this random thought comes straight out of the mind of Nuku, who's with us. So, or uh, Nukunu. Nukunu. Or Nukunu. Or Wonder, which is in English. So I was having a conversation with someone about this and it's about our gifts you know in the bible are they things that you are generally gifted to that that's the things that you tap into or are they skills like playing football you can learn how to play football you can learn how to ride a bike but you know can you learn the gifts you know of the spirit so what do you guys think can you learn the gifts of the spirit as in like you know like when you read books or go to school and like you learn yeah so it's like it's not a, is it a thing where you can't do this gift or you can't do this gift or can you generally like tap into it? Sort of thing? So like say speaking in tongues for instance. Yes. Is that something that we're all given or is it people who generally can't do it? Nah, I think we're all given it. Otherwise that would be like, God's like, yeah, this is for you. This is not for you. <laughs> I don't know. I think they must be for everyone, surely. Maybe some people are better at it than others because they've grown up with it or they come from this wonderful Christian background. Like if you had no intro to praying in tongues, you'd be like, what cult is this? Are they summoning demons? I think um, when you... Firstly, it's God can do whatever he wants, whenever he wants, however he wants. So you have the story, don't you, in... um, in the Torah, where um, is it the Torah? Is it in Joshua, where you have Balaam, who uh, is being um, has been paid by other kings to mm. prophesy to curse the the Israelites, and uh, he says, "I can only do what God tells me to do," but he still takes the money and tries to go and do it anyway, and. Uh, uh, there's an instance where he's stopped by a donkey and the donkey speaks. If God could make a donkey speak, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he can literally do what he wants. But you have instances where you have like um, Saul, who was the first king of the the Israelites, and he, uh, bad king, kind of walked away. <laughs> he bad. He bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you read of moments where he's overcome by the Spirit and he's not prophesying and... Um, things like that taking place. So um, God can do what he wants, when he wants, mm. how he wants. Um, this passage that you're referring to is 1 Corinthians 12, which has caused a little bit of controversy, I'd say. Um, it depends what circles you're in as to the degree of controversy that there is. But generally speaking, it's that the Spirit comes and he gives gifts. <clears throat> okay, So it's the Spirit that is giving. So it's not necessarily something that you can learn because it's got to be received. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, <clears throat> the uh, I guess the confusing element of it is it talks about um, uh, the the spirit gives to one and the spirit gives to another and the same spirit gives to another. And, uh, what's important to understand in this particular context is who is Paul speaking to? 
and Paul speaking to a church. And in this little area, little area, fairly big area of this letter, um, he's talking about the way that they are doing their church meetings, their church gatherings, and uh, they're basically making a mess of it. <laughs> so you have 1 Corinthians 11, where he, he brings correction and head coverings, um, and then also where he brings um, some really strong criticism of the way that they've been doing breaking bread. Um, and then in 1 Corinthians 12, um, 13 and 14, he's talking about the way in which the gifts of the Spirit are brought in the context of the church. Um, <clears throat> and what was happening was basically just chaos. Everybody was standing up and speaking in tongues. There was no interpretation. It was noisy. There was no order. It was confusion, not peaceful, all that kind of stuff. And uh, that is just not good. Mm. It's not good at all. And so what Paul comes and he says is that in these moments, when you're together, God's not going to bring everybody to do everything all at once because then chaos rules. And so to one person is the person that heals or to one person is the one that does the miracle and to one person is the person that brings the tongue mm. rather than it in an outside context. The point is, is the spirit comes and gives the gift. It kind of begs the question, what is the greatest gift? What is the greatest gift? Well, if it's all from the yeah. spirit, they're all sort of... <laughs> the one that's needed. Yeah. That is what I said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you break your leg, you don't need a prophetic word. You need to be healed. You know, mm. if you're looking for guidance in your life, um, you don't need me to bring a miracle to you. You need a word of wisdom. Yeah. And so the greatest gift in the particular moment is the gift that is needed. And so it would be ridiculous if you came to me on a Sunday morning, Mickey, and said, Harry, I need prayer because I've broken my leg and I want it to be better. And they go, I don't have the gift of healing. I'm sorry. If you need a prophecy, then I could have been with you. <laughs> but uh, the person who needs, uh, who you need, he's away on holiday. So come back next week and then we can pray for you. It's just ridiculous. Mm. It wouldn't happen. But uh, what tends to happen is we go, oh, yeah, we totally agree with that. But then when it comes to tongues or when it comes to prophecy or when it comes to faith and healing and uh, faith and miracles, we'd be like, eh, well, I'm not so sure. The gift uh, that the Spirit gives is just a one big lump thing. Not chucks at you. Um, it's been Some a bit develop better at certain parts. Than yeah, so I think, I, I think it's um, we can tap into all of the Spirit. The mm. moment that we give our lives to Jesus, the Spirit comes and lives in us, which is just amazing. All of God lives in you. Uh, every time, I say it so many times, every time I can't quite wrap my head around this is pretty incredible and then what when you have the baptism of the spirit it's the release of the power that's within um, but God can move and release and we can tap into the gifts of the spirit mm. because we have all of the spirit that's living with us and the spirit is not stingy in the giving of the gift Yeah. and we can cultivate that and we can grow in it and we can be more comfortable moving in certain gifts than others so for instance um, I'm, I would speak in terms most days, every day, um, but I'm very uncomfortable speaking in a public setting. Um, I just am. <laughs> I've done it before. I've in, brought interpretation as well, but it, my heart is racing whenever yeah. that happens. Um, I can pray for healing. I've seen a few people healed. I've not seen everybody healed by any stretch that I've prayed for. Um, I 
um, uncomfortable in the prophetic, uncomfortable in wisdom. Um, faith comes and moves and goes depending on mm. how God comes and grants that. So um, I think you you can grow and you can cultivate and be be really good in some particular areas. Um, but it doesn't mean that you should then disregard all of the other stuff. Yeah. Um, Paul says on tongues, I wish all of you could speak in tongues, um, but I also wish that you would prophesy. Yeah. And I think Paul's heart in writing this is, I want all of you to be doing this. <laughs> um, not just picking and choosing. Yeah. Um, and to make sure that when you're doing it in a public setting together, that, that order reigns and peace reigns and the spirit can move effectively in the midst of all of that. When he says, what is the most important gift, the one that is needed, do you reckon that was partly him sort of almost trying to encourage them to pursue all of them? Oh, that, the sorry, the that's me saying that, that's not oh. Paul. <laughs> <laughs> I totally know the Bible, it's fine. <laughs> um, but if that was the sort of general gist of like, maybe what yeah. he was putting across, then surely it was him trying to draw out of them, please pursue all of them, because you don't know when prophecies needed or you don't know when wisdom is needed i think so yeah in 1 corinthians 14 he's really going to town on the whole tongues thing because people were speaking in tongues and nobody mm. was bringing interpretation and the point was not that tongues are bad prophecies because he says i want you i would rather you prophesy because that people could understand what you're saying as intelligibility yeah um the point isn't that tongues are bad prophecy is good it's that if you if you bring a tongue you need to make sure that everyone can understand it um and what what the prophetic does is it speaks of the glory of god and all of the gifts so to speak are prophetic because they testify to the glory of god mm -hmm. so when you read in acts 2 about um pentecost and everyone that all of the disciples as the spirit comes and falls on them and they're speaking in tongues it says that they are speaking about the glory of god mm -hmm. um, and so all of those gifts would testify testify to that um so there's a prophetic element in that but it is that the spirit is meeting the need in those yeah in those moments and that he's given us what we need to meet that need if that makes sense because that, that it's not you know when when people ask the question what are we what is god doing in the world to meet the suffering it's he's raised up you and me mm. we are the hands and feet of jesus to come and meet the needs that are in the world and he's empowered us by the Spirit to see those needs take place. Jeff, who's one of the leaders in the church, would often say when he takes the uh, takes the offering up, he says the the good news is that we've got all the money that we need to be able to do everything that it is that God's called us to do. <laughs> the bad news is that it's in your pockets, and it, the, the, it's yeah. true with with all of the other suffering and needs that are in the world. We are the people that are, we are the called out ones, yeah. given purpose. Um, to to go off and to do that and to extend the kingdom of God in that way to share the good news of Jesus. Was part of your question, can the gifts be learned? Yeah, so for instance, with, let's say, interpretation, like that's one where can you like learn to interpret? Is that something you pray? Is that based on your character? You know, sort of thing. Yeah, I think it's, Again, it's a gift that you can grow in. Mm. So I know of people that have, in, I know it's my interpretation, but in speaking tongues, 
that they would just have one word and 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 then they have a bit more of a phrase and then it kind of develops um it's a muscle that can be grown so to speak so i think if you're training stuff if you're training in moving in wisdom or training in moving in prophetic training and interpretation all that kind of stuff you've got to be physically doing something or mentally doing something at the very least mm. to be able to to grow in that but i think it's the you can't just do it without the spirit the spirit has to be involved in it's like when you hear those big shot preachers and pastors who you know like when they're like being advertised on telly or like on their website they're like they've raised from the dead loads and loads and loads and loads and loads and loads of people we've seen hundreds of legs heal blah 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 blah. but then they say yeah there may have been a hundred healings but actually there were a thousand prayers that took place so there was like 900 people who didn't get their healing but a hundred people that did so like yeah i think it's practice but obviously as you said if you cultivate it the more you do it the more fruit you'll see but also the more volume of work that you put into it you you physically you literally are going to see more results so like yeah it is like learning but i think i don't know why some things happen and some things don't happen well that's that's how i developed in tongues where i would speak in it then i'm like it's almost (laughs) like my mouth didn't want to say anything then over time it was like i'm speaking more (laughs) and now it's just i do without the pool so it's that thing of so it's a thing where you need to get like spirit and then mm. you develop rather than like you just out of thin air sort of thing does that help yeah. excellent excellent well thank you so much everyone for listening to the random thoughts of Nuku today <laughs> <laughs> and uh, if you have any questions then uh, just get in touch with us and we'll see what we can do and in the meantime we will uh, see you next time bye bye